Welcome to Sparking Wholeness, where we talk all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Erin Carey. I'm a survivor of bipolar disorder and a self-proclaimed nutrition nerd who loves asking why. As a certified integrative nutrition health coach, my goal is to help people find balance, and I want to help you find ways to spark wholeness in your life. For more information, check out sparkingwholeness.com or on the Instagram handle, Sparking Wholeness. And now, get ready for today's awesome show. Hey, everybody. Today, I am here with my friend, Melissa McGoy, and we are really excited because, to be honest, you guys, we have been feeling pretty scattered. I know, I was just talking to Melissa, she's feeling scattered, I'm feeling scattered. Times are crazy, school is starting. Uh, Melissa's actually moving to Colorado, uh, but we just wanted to have a conversation between health coaches and talk about what we are doing in our real lives to instill healthy habits. So let's talk real fast. Let me introduce you again to Melissa. She has been on the show before, but I want you to know that she is a holistic health coach for over 10 years. She's a sports master sports nutritionist, I believe. Is that correct, Melissa? Yes, that's correct. And a mindset coach, a personal trainer, and a Pilates instructor. So Melissa is just all about mind, body, soul, nutrition. And so I'm excited to sit down with you today. How are you, Melissa? I'm good. Thanks, Erin. How are you? I'm making it. And so I think that (laughs) you've been on the show before you were on. We were talking about holidays, I think, holiday eating and things in November. And now we're in in the middle of another transition (laughs) of back to school. And you're moving. Let's talk about that real fast. You're moving to Colorado. Yes, moving to Colorado. Um, this has been something that we've talked about for a long time. And every year, every summer, we come back from vacation and say, why do we live in Dallas? But there's always work holding us back. Um, so we're very happy that COVID actually has been the catalyst, but we have decided to take the plunge and step out of our comfort zone and try something new. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And this is a really great time because everybody is working remotely. And and you right. said your daughter, she is going to be in what grade now? In the fourth grade. Okay, so she'll be transitioning to school there, right? Yes, she's very excited to be able to start school in person there with their safety protocols and um, not have to go virtually here. So she's very excited yeah. about that. Yeah, that is exciting. I know it's funny. So many different schools are doing so many different things. Some schools are doing yeah. virtual. We're doing in person. Um, but man, it, it's just, it's a crazy time. And no matter what you're doing as a parent, just know like we're all doing the best that we can with, right. with the circumstances that we have. And those are the things that I tell myself. But um, let's, so let's just dive into today's conversation. We were talking earlier about what we thought would be a a beneficial episode for those of us who are just surviving these crazy times. And we know that people like lists. We know that people like action steps. And so we are going to share three things that we need as moms every day to thrive. And we are going to share three things that we believe our kids need every day. So Melissa, I'll start with you. What are, what are three things that you think that as parents, um, or even just as adults, as functioning humans, what are three things that we really need every day? What are your three things? 
Three things that I really like to focus on every day that I know are going to fill my cup no matter the chaos. Um, they're going to make me feel better if I focus on eating real food. So real foods that come from the earth and not things that are packaged or that we get through a drive through for convenience. I know that whenever I eat real food, my body feels the best. Um, the next one is mindset. And I'm struggling a bit in this area right now because of all the stress in my life. Um, I've avoided moving for so long because I know how stressful it is, but just really trying to look um, at the, the end picture, what's in store and what we're looking forward to and just having a positive mindset and stopping myself whenever I have negative thoughts um, and saying, okay, back up, let's find the positive in this and really focusing on the positive. So having a positive mindset, and then also daily movement. So just whatever that means for your body, moving your body each and every day, um, whether that means you're running around with your kids or you're taking 30 minutes to yourself for quiet time for exercise. I just know for me um, and my family that if I'm moving my body and exercising every day, I'm going to feel so much better. Um, even if I'm honestly, even if I'm super tired, I know that I have to uh, create energy to be energetic. So moving my body makes me feel energetic even when I'm super tired. So um, eating real food, having a positive mindset, and then moving my body daily. Those are the three things that I like to focus on. And those are three things that I like to focus on with my clients. Yeah. So in the midst of everything that's going on, if you can really just, you know, tune in to those three things. Am I doing these th three things daily? I think you'll see a huge difference in your mood and your mental capacity um, and the way that you feel in your own skin. I totally agree. So I want to break those three things down a little bit because it sounds great, you know, like, yeah, three things. Let's add these every day. Yeah. So let's, let's break it down and make it practical. So what yeah. are your favorite real foods and how do you stick to eating real foods and not just like caving on convenience? Right. Which is interesting that you're asking that right now during my house is full of people doing, you know, painting the walls and doing the lawn and all the things. Um, so just making sure that I have access to healthy foods, even in the midst of chaos, everyone has a refrigerator. Um, you can keep fruits and vegetables and clean protein in your refrigerator at all times. And for me, I feel like running into the grocery store, even though it's not really optimal right now with everything that's going on or having your groceries delivered is just as convenient as going to the drive through It takes you just about the same amount of time. Um, and just having things on hand. So clean protein, um, fruits and vegetables, good healthy fat, always having avocados, um, nuts and seeds, just keeping those things convenient. Um, maybe you have to schedule your groceries to be delivered once a week or twice a week so that you have that. But that's one thing that I like to do. Um, you know, always having those things on hand to make it easier. Yeah. And that's all good brain food. We need that yeah. for our mental clarity. It's so important. Yeah. yeah. I, good point. Um, I will share something I made today that I quote, broke my fast with, <laughs> but, you know, so trendy to say it that way. Uh, but really it's my new favorite thing. I cook bacon and, and I do this a lot of times. I put bacon in the oven to cook. It gets crispier that way. But 
after I cooked my bacon to my desire crispness, I right. threw in three eggs in that same pan on the grease and oh, wow. I baked the eggs for five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's all it took. I mean, this was really like, I'm throwing in the bacon, doing other things, pulling it out, taking the bacon off, throwing the eggs in five minutes, pull it out. The eggs are perfection. So then I layered some spinach, some bacon, some eggs, some tomatoes. I put the Trader Joe's, everything but the bagel seasoning on top of that. Oh, and I added avocados. I forgot about that until the last minute. And it was basically my own little deconstructed BLT. And it was so good and so filling. And it was delicious. delicious. Yeah. yeah. Did you scramble the eggs for like, did you, um, yeah, scramble the eggs first? No, I just you- dropped them so that the, and I cooked them until, so the roke, the, the roke, what is that? The yolk was runny. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like a runny yolk, but yeah, yeah, if you cook them a little bit longer, it's almost, it kind of seems like it poaches them. Um, yeah. and it spreads a little on the pan, you know, and some people, it doesn't look perfect. Some people might not like that, but using that yummy bacon grease to flavor the eggs. I mean, it was tasty. So that's kind of one of my new favorite things. I think we complicate, uh, eating healthy food, you know, we I make it seem like it's going to take a long time. Yeah. I feel like there's this, um, misconception around healthy eating that it has to be hard that you know you have to follow these hard recipes and really if you think about it you know have a protein have a complex carbohydrate mm-hmm. and have a healthy fat bring those together and when you yeah. can break it down like that and you understand those concepts it makes it much easier mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i i love trying to make real food easy because we do make it hard in our heads. So uh, speaking of, let's get into mindset. What are you doing right now to counter the stress and counter the negative thoughts? So I am one to get up in the morning and have quiet time, Mm -hmm. you know, journaling and prayer myself. I will admit that I I'm doing a small version of that right now. Um, but whenever I, I find that whenever I do that consistently, that I'm in a much better mindset. Um, I'm also really trying to, whenever I get down about something or get frustrated, I'm trying to stop myself um, from saying negative things. Or if I do end up saying something negative, I say, I'm so sorry. I know that was negative. I don't mean to be negative. Let me rephrase that. Um, so just, you know, looking for the good in, th- in things, looking for the blessings each and every day. Um, I usually write down each morning something that I'm grateful for from the day before to just help to frame that day, the day and get it off to a good start. And that makes you kind of have to look for something good in each day. You know, whenever you know that you're going to write about it the next day, looking for something good in each day. Um, I couple years ago, whenever I became a mindset coach, I was really good about listening to self-talk audio. So positive self-talk audio, um, which is really good. I have not been doing that, but whenever I do kind of get in a slump, I pull that back out and I start listening to things, positive self-talk about whatever area in my life I'm struggling with. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think the thing that is so impactful about when we start training our brains in this way is it actually does decrease cortisol. It decreases inflammation in our body, which impacts our immune system. And all of us are caring about our immune system right now more than ever. (laughs) Um, So I think that whole brain retraining is so important and it's free. 
and we miss mm -hmm. it. So I yeah. really love that. Let's yes. talk about what are you doing for movement these days? Because I know you're a Pilates instructor. I know you're also a runner. You do all the things. So what's your thing right now that you're into? Oh goodness. So since I've been in Colorado, running every day has been a thing running and hiking. Um, I find that for myself that I have to do strength training. I don't have to do it, but I know how beneficial it is for my body. And as gracefully aging women, we need to be strength training because it helps to increase our metabolism, which helps us to burn fat. And as we all know that as we age, our metabolism starts to slow down. So I focus on strength training three to four days a week, and that may not be intense, but just some type of strength training for me. Um, and Pilates is included in that because that's a lot of strength too. Mm -hmm. So I'm still big into running, um, Pilates, strength training. I love, love swimming, but I haven't really had that opportunity this summer. I just think that's a great full body exercise. I want to do yoga, but I'm not really game for going to a yoga studio right now. And I have a hard time doing it at my home. Um, but that's so great for decreasing stress. So those are kind of the things that I'm doing right now. Yeah, I miss yoga so much. I haven't been to my class. I've been going to the same class for about four years and it's not there anymore. It's not at my gym. And it, it's just been with all the new guidelines, it's, it's been really hard. So I have found a little spot in my backyard that I'm doing my own little yoga, but it's not the same. I have included strength training and I agree. I know there are so many benefits for women as we age, as we get into our thirties to build muscle and um, it's beneficial for blood sugar support. It's beneficial for brain health. You know, it does all those things. And so I finally gotten into strength training on a consistent basis and I feel really good doing that. So yeah, I, I, I love it. So, um, but you know, I'm always changing things up too. Like I don't always stick to <laughs> the yoga has right. been the thing I've been most consistent with and running, but right now I'm not running as much. I'm doing more hit exercises. So, right. You know, we'll see. It's I'm, I'm so going to rotate it. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. It is way hot. Um, that makes a problem. So that's awesome. Okay. Well, I'm going to give some three things, some three things that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to give, <laughs> see, can you tell we are scattered guys? Uh, yeah. I'm going to give three things that I thought of. My number one thing is sunshine. I've been spending more time in the sun this summer than I ever have. And it's been so good for my mental health. And we know that we need sun, real sunlight for mitochondrial health, for vitamin D production. We need sun for everything. We are like, I think about, you know, humans as needing to be charged, you know, like, like a cell phone and the sun is my charger. <laughs> the sun, or no, the yeah. sun is my, my outlet, you know, and, and I guess I am the charger that just needs to be charged. So that probably doesn't make any sense, but, um, yeah, I just have really enjoyed soaking up the sun this summer and taking my kids along with me and exploring, nature when I can, when it's not beastly hot outside, but that's been really soothing for me. The other thing I've really been working on, I'm working with my husband on right now is sleep hygiene because gosh, being on screens all day, uh, the way many people have been screens and blue light. I've mentioned it before on this show, but blue light blocks melaton melatonin production and we need 
good melatonin to be able to go to sleep. And so blue light blockers are really important for preparing for sleep. Again, sunshine actually feeds into good sleep at night as well, getting morning sun. So that helps sleep. And you, speaking of chargers, you need to get your charger right now. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Sorry. That's cool. I'll, I'll just, I'll, sh I'll share these. You, you go ahead. <laughs> um, no, you're good. I, I was going to ask a question about your sure. class because you, I don't remember if you did a podcast, you promoted some specific brand one time and I've tried to order some for myself and my husband, but I can't find a pair that we like. So could you share? Oh, for the, the blue light blockers? Yeah, do you remember? Yes, there are a few companies. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Um, I know one company that I really like, it's on Amazon and it's not that expensive. And this is not sponsored by that company. It's T-I-J-N, right. I believe is the, the abbreviation. The other one that I really like, um, and this was, I did... Um, promote this company on Instagram. It's mm -hmm. live, live ho glasses. So L I V H O. Okay. That's another one you can get on Amazon. And that was, um, considered, I guess, a, a sponsor on, <laughs> on, um, my Instagram, but yeah, both of those seem to work really well. And it makes a difference for me. I feel better when I'm wearing them. I just need to get my husband to consistently do it because he struggles with sleep more than I do. So that, I mean, there are other things, breathing, breathing exercises before bed, um, which that's actually my number three. So I don't want to double dip into that too much, but um, taking supplements like magnesium, magnesium is really huge. I think omegas, omega-3 can be helpful for sleep. Um I'm trying to think of other, some other, you know, I know a lot of people talk about supplementing with melatonin for sleep and I am not convinced yet that that is the best option. I have heard that if you rely on it too much, your body will stop making it and I, a healthy gut is 100%. going to produce. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. 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 If we, if we have a healthy gut, we're going to produce our own melatonin that way. So yeah. I don't want to rely on melatonin. Some people like during this season right now that we're in, it might be okay for a short time, but I wouldn't do it long-term. I just haven't seen enough to support that that's a valid option. I think magnesium is something that's helpful. Um, drinking warm tea before bed is helpful. Taking a bath with Epsom salt, you know, there are other ways to relax, relax. with, without relying on melatonin. I'm right. getting a little bit of feedback. Are you getting a little bit of feedback? I'm not now. Okay. No. Perfect. Okay. And so the, the third thing I would say is breathing. I've talked about breathing on the show before, but really, especially right now when we're all wearing masks everywhere, we're not getting oh, those deep belly breaths. Yeah. I'm not getting into the mask, you know, controversy, but <laughs> just saying that, um, I think that it's important to take those deep breaths when we don't have the mask on because man, when I have my mask on, I just feel like I'm breathing those short, shallow breaths and it makes me a little panicky and anxious. So taking a, doing the four, seven, eight breathing, breathing in for four seconds, holding it for seven seconds and breathing out for eight seconds. You know, that was like one of the first things we learned in nutrition school. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that that is really helpful, but especially if you are wearing a mask for long periods of time, make sure that you are taking deep belly breaths when you can, because you're just not catching a full breath. And our, our brain needs, needs that. Our lungs need that. Um, our 
cortisol, stress response, you know, mental health, all of that relies on deep breathing and all that, all of those things rely on, sorry, that was bad grammar, deep breathing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so those are, those are my main things that I would say um, to focus on and, and they go along with yours. Yes. And you know, it's funny, I do deep, the four, seven, eight breathing every single night. And I've actually, one stress relief that I've been doing during this crazy time is sometimes I'll just tell my family, Hey, I need a minute. Um, and I will just go lay in the bed and do four, seven, eight breathing. And sometimes I doze off for a few minutes and then I get up and I feel so much better. And it's like, even if you take that, you know, 10 to 20 minute pause and come back, I feel like you're going to be so much more productive and in a better mood. And then everyone is better all around. So taking yes. those moments yourself and, and breathing, like you said, is so important. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's so good that you mentioned that. Cause I've done the same thing and I really like the headspace app again, not sponsored. <laughs> it's not a sponsor of this podcast, uh, but I really right. like that one. And I've all found myself falling asleep when I put that on. So uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. And there are plenty of other supplements that can help with sleep. I only named a few. So some of you might be listening to this going, well, you could also do this or you could also do. Yeah, I know. But this is just an overview. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, what about for your, for kids? What would you say? What are your three things to do for kids every day? Oh goodness. So many things for kids. But again, during this time where there's just, you know, um, not a lot of routine, I think for me, winning each day is if my daughter is eating fruits and vegetables. So making sure that we're not just eating packaged goods, kind of like for adults, like real food for kids, making sure that they're getting fruits and vegetables. They need those vitamins and minerals. Um, I didn't mention this to you before, but just trying to minimize sugar from their diets because that is going to really help their immune system if they're not eating a bunch of sugar. So having them making sure they're eating fruits and vegetables. Um, again, for them, they need movement. They need to be moving their body. They need their heart rate to be elevated and they need to, um, just sweat a little bit each day. You know, um, it's funny during, sorry, this is a side note, but during the beginning of pandemic, I kind of had to pivot in my business because I felt that adults were not really on board for focusing on they wanted to focus on their health, but they didn't really want to focus on health coaching at that time. So I knew that they needed something or that we needed something for kids. So I did a little strong, healthy kids program, which was, um, exercise and health nutrition or health education for kids. And the kids loved it. You know, they just loved being part of something and moving their body each day. And they left like energized and excited and, their parent, the parents just loved it. So for kids, uh, fruits and vegetables, for sure, moving their body and then routine. So sleep routine is super important. I feel like during school with, um, you know, if they're doing homeschool, making sure that they're waking up at the same time each and each and every day, just like they would if they were going in person, um, you know, having lunch at the same time, just like they would if they were going in person and then ending their school day at the same time um, and making sure that they're getting the proper amount of sleep for their age is important. Yes. I love all those things. Um, I, I totally agree. And especially with the, the fruits and vegetables, I found myself 
especially, you know, in March when everything hit, just kind of going, okay, whatever, yeah. you're hungry now, go, go grab something. I don't even just go grab something. You know, yes. I just got kind of lazy about it, but remembering, and, and I, I did the same thing for myself too. It wasn't just my kids. It was just, I felt like for a while I was kind of living in this, what is going on in the world? I just mm-hmm. need what's easy and it's fine. And, and if that's where you are, that's okay. And just think about like, what do your kids really love? Like grapes are an easy thing for kids to grab and, and eat. Same with those little, um, clementine oranges. You know, my kids love those. They love peeling those. Just trying to think of like fruit that's, um, accessible and it's not, you don't have to worry about cutting it or, I mean, sometimes even strawberries, I know that this sounds ridiculous. I don't really like strawberries that much anyway, but it's just a pain even cutting that, washing them and cutting them. So thinking about things like blueberries, I think blueberries are great because it's like that sweet and sour and you can just Mm -hmm. wash them, grab them, eat it, you know, that those are easy. And same thing with carrots, baby carrots, cucumbers. I mean, these things do not take a lot of time to deal with, but for some reason, I mean, I, it's like opening up a package of chips seems easier than opening up a container of blueberries. Like why, (laughs) why do we do that? You know, it's interesting that you say that because I think too, if we start to teach our kids about let's have a healthy snack versus a processed snack and kind of explaining to them what that, what that means. And then, you know, for some parents, I've even had them create like a little chart of how many, can you eat the rainbow each day? So are you eating something red, something blue, something, you know, green, all the colors mm-hmm. of the rainbow. I love that. And fruits and vegetables, not in different color, colored goldfish, you know? <laughs> so just making sure that they're eating all the colors of the rainbow each and every day. And I feel like then it becomes a game to them. Um, so it helps them to be more apt to doing those things. Yeah. I mean, that's a game for me as well. I like playing that game too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How many, how many different vegetables, how many different colors, but yeah, no, I, I do that with my boys, especially my little boys, um, with my oldest, you know, she's 16 this month and you know, she's learned, it's funny how she is learning to listen to her body. Like we had, um, a little birthday celebration for her and she's like, well, I want to have ice cream, brownies and ice cream for dessert, but then that means I can't do pizza because that'll make my stomach hurt. And so she's learning to balance out, you know, dairy is problematic for her. And so she's learning that she can have small doses here and there. And I think all of us, you know, we want to teach our kids to, to listen to their bodies and, and listen and see that, yeah, you might feel a little bit better when you're eating more fruits and vegetables. And yeah, I think that, that I like the color game a lot. I like it for myself. Uh, yeah. So I think my, my three things for kids, I wouldn't say much different. Um, one thing that, that I might add on that I'm really working on right now is limiting screen time. That one yeah. is so hard. Oh my gosh. Um, because it is so hot outside and I, you know, it's like if I send them out, they want to come back in in five minutes because it's hot. So unless mm-hmm. I'm taking them physically taking them to, you know, somewhere with a pool or taking them hiking, we have, there are a few creeks that we've found that we love that don't feel as hot because it's shaded mm-hmm. and the water is cool. Um, unless I'm doing something like that, you know, they're here at home figuring out things to do. So one thing I've done recently is I, um, 
I don't know, this is probably a Pinterest idea that I've read about for a while and never done it, but certain toys that they like to play with, I will put them in little containers and put them away for a while yes. and then rotate them out a little bit, bring them out. And like today they played with Legos for over an hour and we used to have the Legos out all the time and they never played with them. Well, once mm -hmm. the Legos were gone and I brought yep. them back in, <laughs> that, that right. became a fun activity. So that's something that um, I think has been helpful in reducing the screen time because there are studies, and I was just looking the other day, kids who are exposed to more screen time are going to be more at risk for depression, anxiety, all sorts of mental health concerns. And I don't know, you know, I don't know the mechanism of that. I don't know if it's something about the dopamine dysfunction that happens. Um, I don't know if it is, it has to do with the lights and the staring at the screen for long periods of time. I'm not sure, but I know that those statistics and, and those studies, that's not good. You know, I don't want my little kids to be struggling with mental health issues because of something that that could be prevented you know that we could be right. shortening so again not perfect at this i think my kids are probably while we're recording this that's probably why they're so quiet right now is that i do have them <laughs> watching tv exactly. um, i admit i'm i'm right there with you <laughs> yeah. And, and that's reality, right? Like we're, so one of the reasons we're doing this is because we're sharing tips that we can all incorporate in balanced ways where we don't have to do a whole lifestyle overhaul. So yeah, but, but limiting screen time, I think is really big. The other thing I've been working on with my kids is protein is not their go-to fuel source. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I am trying to up their protein and we get the, um, and I know deli meat can be controversial for some people, uh, depending on how much of a food purist you are, but you know, whether it's ro rotisserie chicken or deli meat or, um, you know, I'm trying to think like what we're having for dinner, we're doing, uh, grass fed beef, ground beef with, um, spaghetti sauce, you know, and adding in a bunch of vegetables, but really trying to make sure they're getting a protein in because they want to rely on carbs, just like adults want to rely on carbs on, yeah. on you know, on the processed carbs. It's, it's easy, right. it's accessible, but then they're hungry right after. So if I can get them fueled up on protein, that is really helpful. So yeah, screen time, fueling up on protein. And then I'm just going to echo again, the, the sleep hygiene and really yes. working on routines for them. And sometimes we do a breathing exercise before we go to sleep. We always pray before we go to sleep. That's a thing we do. We, um, sometimes we tell stories like, we, you know, we've tried to make bedtime an actual event, not just, okay, good night, go to sleep because that won't go over right. well. It's that gradual. And they're still little, my boys are six and three. So, um, you know, we, I, um, my little one, he's funny. He's so ticklish, but he's recently wanted me to scratch his back and he giggles the whole time. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, just anything that can kind of ease into bedtime. Oh, this is so important. My six-year-old discovered, I don't know where he found it. I had a sleep mask for long flights and he discovered my sleep mask and he wears it, swears by it. Now my three-year-old is wearing a sleep mask and they are both sleeping so well. And they're actually sleeping in later, even though we have blackout curtains in the room, even though we have a sound machine, the sleep mask is just doing amazing things for their sleep. So I decided to start wearing a sleep mask and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will not sleep without a sleep mask. I made so much fun of my husband for so many times for so long because he wore one. And then I tried it and I was like, 
I think having it on to something about prevents you from opening your eyes in the morning. And for me, if I open the, my eyes and see daylight, then I'm awake. You know, even if it's dawn, or, you know, right when the sun's coming out. Um, so I agree with you 100%. The sleep mask is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've even noticed, you know, there are times like you hear a sound at night and you kind of wake up, but then once you wake up and you look around, you get distracted because your thoughts yeah. start going. Yeah. The sleep mask prevents me from doing that. If yeah. I wake up, I'm like, oh, well, I can't open my eyes. Okay, I'm good. And I go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, well, so is there anything else? I feel like we've um, shared a whole bunch of fun ideas. Is, is there anything else you can think of to add? Mm, I don't think so. I think those are awesome. And when we talked about breathing too, I, that's something that I've incorporated with my daughter and then the kiddos that I taught. Um, I think teaching kids breathing techniques too. And now anytime my daughter sees me get stressed, she'll be like, mom, let's take a minute and just do breathing. And she thinks it's real funny whenever I do it because I make faces. And so I think she just wants to see me do it so she can laugh at me and then make me laugh. But she understands too that yes we just got to breathe through this everything's going to be okay so i think you know teaching our kids that too during these stressful times is really important yeah i love that yeah because that is a self-soothing technique that i was not taught as a kid and breathing yeah. is so important oh that's i love that your daughter reminds you of that that's that's yeah. great and again especially for kids yeah, that's a good point to emphasize because a lot, I know a lot of kids who are going to in-person school, many of them are required to wear a mask and mm-hmm. they are also not getting those deep breaths that they need. Um, so keep in mind to teach your kids when they can get a break to take a full deep belly breath uh, because yeah. it really does help to calm, calm everything down. And yeah. that's, that's so important and something that many of us are missing because we are just going to default to short, shallow breathing when we're stressed. That's just what we're going to do. You know, as you're talking about that, one other thing is, and I can't remember the app again, not sponsored, but um, (laughs) it's the yoga app for kids that a lot of kids have been doing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it the cosmic yoga? Yeah. There's an app for that. There's maybe it's not an app. I know there's YouTube. Okay. Um, but I feel like including that, like if your kids are doing virtual learning or if they're in school all day with a mask, maybe a couple days a week, try it and see how they respond. Because again, I think that will teach them deep belly breathing and help them to de-stress and get some good fresh air in. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. One thing that I did on one of the meditation apps I was listening to and I incorporated with my three-year-old because it's a little bit harder for him to get is that we laid down and I put a book on top of his tummy. And when Mm -hmm. he took a deep breath, he watched the the book rise up as his tummy filled with air, you know? And so he liked watching that and he thought that was really cool. So it was a good visual. That's something that's helpful for the little kids because I, I think bigger kids get it easier the little ones it's just kind of funny like he's like and he's done that's his deep breath you know that's funny yeah well this is really great and um i know you've got all sorts of things to do and um i'm glad that we got to catch up via the podcast and i'm excited for you and i can't wait to see pictures of your colorado life and hear more about it and we'll just have to do this again soon For sure. I would love that. It's been so fun. Good to catch up. And I love that we kind of feed 
feed off of each other on our tips and tricks and just have so many practical things that we can share with people. And also remembering that just because we're both health coaches, that we're not perfect and we struggle in areas too. And we have to get back on track just like everyone else does. Yes, for sure. And remind us all of your website again. I want to make sure and get that out there. Sure. It's in com. So that's E-N-D-U-R-A-L-I-F-E.com. Perfect. And I will add that to the show notes. So yeah, well, thanks again for being on. This was great. You bet. Thank you, Erin. Thanks for tuning in to Sparking Wholeness. For more on all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul, check out my website, sparkingwholeness.com. Don't forget to be kind and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And to be really kind, you can leave a nice review. I like those.